Hey guys, this is Linda, and I'm so excited to share with you our next episode in our powerful series called Overcomers in the Help Club for Moms. And this series is based on the verse in Revelation, Revelation 12, 11, that says, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And Jesus says that in the end times, this is how we're gonna overcome. So we have the blood of the lamb, and this series is focused on the word of our testimony. And in Hebrew, the root, word, the root word for testimony means to repeat, return, or do it again. So when you listen to a testimony, you're in essence saying, do it again, Lord. When we listen to testimony, it builds our faith, prophesies our own breakthrough, and shows us what is possible. And more, most importantly, it brings us into God's presence because He inhabits our stories. His glory is shown through our stories, and this is the power of testimony. It is the power to overcome. So as you listen to these testimonies, do so with an open heart and open hands to receive faith, hope, power, and the presence of God. Ask Holy Spirit to highlight things to you that you need in order to overcome. In every person's testimony, there are keys for each of us, keys to overcoming. So settle in with a cup of something delicious with your, with your companion and helper, Holy Spirit, and with the eyes and ears of your heart open and ready to receive. This is Overcomers. I'm here with my friend Jackie today, and we are going to talk about her journey of supernatural relocation from Australia to the U.S. And we're going to specifically discuss um, what to do if you are not sure that you're hearing from God or you're hearing him and he's leading you somewhere that you are like, what in the world? That wasn't my plan, Lord. And, and just how to obey and to trust him that he is weaving all things together for your good. So Jackie, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm married and I have four children from the ages of 17 through 11, and we live on acreage and have a bunch of animals for like a, a hobby farm. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Jackie loves animals and people and God. And so she's right. taught me so much about hearing from God's, um, from his heart and from his voice and just the different ways that he speaks and leads. So Jackie, tell us how this journey started. So as you might hear from my accent, I'm originally from Australia, and the journey to get from Australia to here was actually quite a process. I was in California in um, for a ministry school, and while I was there, God just started speaking to my heart, and He said, you know, I haven't called you to go back to Australia. Actually, I have stuff for the, you in the U.S., and he started speaking to me about kind of laying all of the stuff I thought my life would look like down. And he said, I have new plans for you. And he eventually just kind of said, like, I have stuff for you in America. And honestly, to begin with, I didn't actually know what that really meant. <laughs> so being obedient, I went back to Australia and I, I started praying, like, what does this look like, Lord? And it, it was a process, honestly. Yeah. So what did it look like? What did it feel like to surrender your dreams and just submit? <laughs> well, for me, I didn't actually think it was that difficult. I kind of looked mm -hmm. at my dreams and I kind of thought, well, I kind of wanted to do teaching. I wanted to be a missionary. Um, I, <laughs> I was like, well, God, if you have something better for me than this, I mean, it has to be pretty good. So I was like, what have I got to lose? So I just kind of like laid them at his feet and I was like, well, what do you have for me? And that's what that looked like. So yeah, what an amazing, uh, testimony. And actually what's funny is when I'm listening to you talk, you actually, you do teach 
now. Uh-huh. <laughs> you teach your children and you teach people how to hear from God and pr- to prophesy and um, and you are a missionary, right? Mm-hmm. You came to a foreign country. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I love it. I love how he actually brings all of that full circle. Mm-hmm. So um, so tell me a little bit about what happened when you went back, back to Australia and what kind of signs and how did you hear from him? Yeah, it was really quite funny. I went back and I I got a job and I was just praying like, what does it look like to be called to America? And I had heard of the green card lotto. So I had bought some tickets to get, (laughs) to get into the green card lotto. And I thought, well, God, you could use that. And then I looked at um, some different schools of ministry or going back to college. And I thought maybe God could open a door there. But um, in this job that I had, I started listening to American radio. It was funny. I had a lot of time I was an administrative assistant. So I would sit for hours and I just was like, okay, listening to Christian radio in the U S and, uh, and God just started speaking to me about, um, just Fort Wayne, Indiana. It was so funny. It was like where this like little, like online radio like program was. And so I started listening to that. And then as I was praying, uh, friends of mine had talked about a conference in Indiana that was happening at this church that we were kind of familiar with because we had relationships from our church in Australia to that church. And uh, I just started praying into it and I felt like God was telling me to go. But back back a little bit, um, I was, I hear from God, at least at that point, I was starting to hear from God more and more. I'd had a prophetic word probably a year earlier that I had a prophetic gift, but I actually didn't actually think I could hear from God at that point. And so I was praying through even just what it was like to hear from God. And I started having dreams and in the dreams, I would like be walking down the aisle to the American Anthem and I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) And, uh, um, I would start like seeing signs for America everywhere. Like I would just, you know, I would be praying at church and realize, oh my gosh, I'm standing under the American flag. Or, um, I, I went to one of the funniest ones was I went to this clothing store and, like there were these socks that had the American flag on it. And it was just like, God's like, buy the socks. And I was like, okay. And I would wear these (laughs) socks around. And it was just, it was just so funny. There was so many signs. I'm sure signs for America were around. I just never had tuned into them before. Mm -hmm. And God started just using so many little things to speak to me about America to the point where I was like, this is crazy if I, if I ignore it. Yes. So So it was funny that he just started highlighting everything to you, right? Yes. And so that's an amazing tip to like pay attention to Mm -hmm. your surroundings, to your circumstances, to what he keeps highlighting to you in Mm -hmm. your life and even just things that you're around, like the socks. Like what a fun prophetic act. He had you Mm -hmm. buy the socks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's fun. That's how one of the ways God speaks to us. It's just through stuff that's around us, like Mm -hmm. everyday stuff. So yeah. So what happened next? So you had all of these like kind of confirmations, right? Yeah. To the word he had given you. Yeah. So I had, um, I had just finished college and I was living with a family from our church and I started telling them about what was going on in my heart and they just encouraged me. And they said, actually, I was like, I don't know if it's the timing or if the timing is right. And they were like, you know, we just think you should just go for it. So, um, after prayer, after talking to my parents, I just thought, what have I got to lose? You know, if mm-hmm. I fail, I fail. Like God, I'm going by faith. You know, if if something happens and it doesn't work out, well, then God's going to help me find another job. Mm-hmm. God's going to help me find another place to live. But I thought, if I don't try it, then I'm going to miss out on something that God could have for me. So mm-hmm. I just decided to take a leap of faith. I bought a ticket. 
I moved all my stuff back home. Um, I quit my job and I thought, I don't love my job. So just get another <laughs> job. And I, I went to this conference in America. <laughs> so you just basically bought a one-way ticket to America to this conference. As much as I could. <laughs> I, I tried to make it so I could just have an open door to come and go when I needed to with the ticket. Um, mm -hmm. But Australians and Americans have a reciprocal visa. So I could only be here three months. God had three months to, to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what happened at the conference? So... <laughs> Um, this church was in this little town in Indiana, so I was the only international person there, and I guess that made a few uh, people wonder what is going on, like with this Australian coming to this like conference <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And so I turn up at the conference, and and I sit down, and I just decided, Lord, you have to make a way for me. Like if you've called me here, then you you have to do this because I'm not going to make a way for myself. So I went to the conference and I sit down next to this girl and she works for the church and she's like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like you're supposed to live here and move here. And she's like, if you want, you can like live with me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and like after the first couple of sessions, the pastor walks up to me and he's like, hey, why do you think you're here? And I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I had an idea, but I wasn't going to tell him at that point. And he's like, do you want to stay? And I was like, yes, I want to stay. And he's like, well, there's a place for you if you want it. And actually, I didn't know this, but three years before, God had told him that somebody would be moving from Australia. Wow. And he thought it was the pastor's son, the pastor's son at the church I was at. And he ended up going to a different internship. And he's like, you're the one God told me about. And I was like, wow, oh. okay. And so... They were studying a music school of ministry at that point, and they were like, do you think you're here for that? And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> I love to worship God. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't know you had a music gift. <laughs> right. I love to worship God, but that's not really my gifting. Mm -hmm. So uh, I ended up staying there, working at the church, living with the girl I sat next to, and um, the church was said they would support me to come out because they felt like God was in it, and he had something wow. for me. Wow. So. I love how God goes ahead and works all the things together. Mm -hmm. Even three years prior, he was talking to right. that pastor about you. Right. Like, how special did you feel at that moment? I was like, I'm the one. <laughs> I'm not your first choice, but I said yes, Jesus. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your emotion when all this kind of like came together. Yeah. You know, I think honestly, by the time I'd got there, I was, I was just excited. You know, realistically, the hottest mm -hmm. part was getting there. I, I think the, the preparation to get there was just the most difficult thing because you're just wondering like, is this really God? Am right. I hearing you, God? Like, yes. what about if this is not you? What about if I'm crazy? You know, I really want it to be you because that would be amazing if it was. But what about if I miss you and it's not you? So mm -hmm. I think the initial part was the hardest part for me. But once I got there, it was kind of like supernatural open doors. Um, mm -hmm. And even with me staying, like I had to go back to Australia to get my religious workers visa to actually work at the okay. church. And we probably tried three different ways to make that happen through going to Canada and things like that. Wow. And um, I was able to go home, like kind of settle things at home with my parents at that point, because I was still young and had like just got out of college. And um, 
then I was able to go back. And when I was at home, I gave up my car and then somebody had given the church a car for me Wow! when I had Look moved back. <laughs> yeah. And so there was just so much grace and provision for me when I got there. So, wow. So yeah. So tell us a, a couple of the lessons, the key lessons that you could pull out from your story. Yeah. Just hearing from God is such a process. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. we think that, well, he makes it so abundantly clear. Like, and, and sometimes he does. Sometimes he like is so clear, like this is exactly the way I have you walk in it. Yes. And other times it's a process. And more often than not in my life, it's been a huge process to hear from God and figure out, is this you or is this <laughs> me? And it's been a combination of him a lot of times using my desires. And so yes. a big thing he's he's taught me is like so often pay attention to your desires because when you're in Christ, he gives us desires and then he loves us to, to give us the desires of our heart. So that was a huge lesson, one of the huge lessons for me to learn out of that. Another big one I can think of is um, uh, when you are hearing from God, um, sometimes it's just a little bit and then a little bit more, you know, and just yeah, following like step by step, step by step. And so it's just following after like what he gives you and being mm. faithful with that and realizing that when you're faithful, he'll open up more. And so there was certain things that I had to do at certain times um, that led me on the journey. I, it just, it wasn't straight away. And it was like pushing right. doors as well. It wasn't just an open door. It was like, are you, is this the door you have for me? Is this the door? And then as I'm pushing doors, trying the doorknobs, right. right. Um, he made it clear, no, this is the door I have for you. Yes. So, so what I hear you say is sometimes it's the time to try all the things to try to make it happen. Right. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I heard in your story, you said, you know what, God, you're going to have to make this happen. Right. Right. So sometimes he wants you to rest and he wants to do it supernaturally Mm -hmm. and all of it supernatural, Mm -hmm. of course. But so, so what advice would you have for that? There's no hard and fast rule. Is there? No, it's just really day by day, just walking with the Lord and just kind of going on a divine adventure with him. It's so much fun when you're following him and you're listening to his voice and you're asking him what's next. And then you're going after the thing that you think he's saying, and then he makes it clear. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's a bit like a treasure hunt, right? Mm -hmm. Like scavenger hunt where Mm -hmm. you're like getting the clues. Okay, Lord, is this how we... Mm -hmm. proceed. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing your process with us and your journey. And it's so powerful to hear just your thoughts and feelings throughout too. And yeah. So do you want to close us with prayer? Sure. So God, I just thank you for, uh, your supernatural grace to move us to the places that you have us. Lord, I thank you that when you've called us places, Mm -hmm that you give us the grace to get there. And then when we get there, you give us the grace to do stuff. So God, thank you so very much for your leading and guiding and your faithfulness in moving us and your provision in doing it in Jesus name. Okay. One other segment of your story that we have forgotten that I would love to hear is tell us about what happened afterwards then. Oh, when I got to America. So I ended up working for the church and being involved in their ministry stuff, but I had, when I was at the church, the girl I was rooming with, her 
her boyfriend at the time is now my husband. And so, um, so God has a funny sense of humor. He, um, set me up to begin with to kind of just, uh, like be in a, in, in just a a process, even in all that. So, um, when I got out there, uh, we were, he was one of two American boys that I had originally met in Australia. His, he and his friend did an internship at my church and, um, I knew him and he was just dating the girl I was rooming with. So we hung out a lot of times while we were there. We were just friends for the longest time. And what, what was funny about it is like, I didn't get a lot of money at the church. It wasn't like they were paying me a bunch of money to work there. It was just minimum wage. And, um, sorry. Uh, he was so kind in the fact that even with no money, he would pay for everything that I did with Mm -hmm. them as friends. And uh, we just got to be really good friends. And he was just always the nice one in the group. Mm -hmm. Um, but lo and behold, uh, he ended up breaking up with my friend and I ended up realizing like, Oh my gosh, like, I think he really likes me. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, God just brought us together supernaturally through that process as well. So that was kind of a fun, um, add on to the story that God had. And I ended up all the dreams that I told you at the beginning yes. was full circle, you know? So. Yeah. Like walking down the, the aisle to yeah. the American. Yeah. <laughs> I love American Anthem. I love that. That's yeah. so beautiful. It's just like a little bow on the top of the whole present, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. So thank you so much, Jackie, for sharing today. You're welcome. And um, I know that I'm inspired by your story and I hope the listeners are too. So thank you. We love you all. Bye.